Good morning, I'm Anna Palmer. And I'm Jake Sherman. And welcome to The Daily Punch, brought to you by Punchbowl News. It's Friday, January 28th, 2022. Let's get into the mix. Here are your Washington headlines of the day. Number one, President Joe Biden is heading to Pittsburgh. What's on his mind? Number two, the Democratic Governors Association is raising big money in Washington. And number three, we've got some internal news. All right, Jake, TGIF, it is Friday. Last Uh, Friday, last Friday of the month of January, if you're keeping track at home, which you are, because most people have (laughs) calendars and they know today is the last Friday in January. But in case you didn't, and we've put that fine point on it, uh, today, President Joe Biden is heading to Pittsburgh uh, to talk about the U.S. economy. There's been some good news on this front, which is something the White House and Democrats very badly need. Yes, Pittsburgh is mentioned in a fish song uh, somewhere. I love between, Pittsburgh, honestly. Halfway it's a great between city. Erie and Pittsburgh, um, it's in a song called "Bittersweet Motel." We don't need to. Uh, we don't need to get into that. But yeah, Pittsburgh's a great town, and I think I hope Joe Biden enjoys himself there. The, what President Biden is going to try to do today is what every president tries to do, which is say everything is great, <laughs> and he has some evidence. He has some evidence here, Anna. Um, So let's just kind of lay out where we are, right? I mean, the economy grew 5.7% last year, 6.9% in the the fourth quarter, which the White House is super jazzed about. Uh, Unemployment's at 3.9%, wages up, corporate profits remain strong, billions of dollars in new factories, um, uh, small businesses opening, you know, the infrastructure bill law, it's no longer a bill, it's a law. That's what happens after a bill is passed and signed. Um, Money is going out to the states. So Biden is going to be talking about how he wants to uh, rebuild America for the 21st century, kind of a theme in his campaign uh, last or whatever year that was, two years ago. Um, So, you know, we all know what he's going to talk about, economic progress, uh, manufacturing jobs, the opportunity that that his presidency brings in his estimation to out-innovate, out-build and out-compete the rest of the world. What's interesting, though, don't you think? I mean, what's interesting here, right, is he's doing what he said he was going to do, which is he's going out to the states. He's taking his own message and he's trying to kind of get people to pay attention because while he's while the numbers, as you state, are 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 good in a lot of ways, he's still taking in the polls and Democrats feel bad about it. And the you know, when you look at a lot of, you know, the the midterm election and where Democrats are, you know, the Atlantic Atlanta Journal Constitution poll yesterday had Biden's strong approval at over 50 percent. I mean, that is that could I mean, be catastrophic for Democrats in the midterms. Yeah, I mean, um, he's dragging down a lot of Democrats. And I, I don't mean that in a trite way. I mean, this isn't like Biden is, you know, is uh, a bad like it, it, the, the numbers are what they are for a variety of reasons. And I don't blame this all on on Biden. I, I don't. I think people are sick of covid. People are sick of um, in, of things costing more money. That's. That's a cyclical thing. Sometimes you could you could say it's Biden's fault for spending a ton of money. Whatever. It is what it is. And that's just these are the cards. We talk about this a lot of times. These are the cards the, that Biden has been dealt. Um, and it's a it's an already tough year for him politically. Midterm elections, typically very difficult for the sitting president. Um, but 3262 in an AJC poll in Georgia, a state that he won. 
these are horrible numbers. I mean, listen, the numbers for Trump aren't much better there. Um, uh, even Republicans kind of doubt that a Trump endorsement is going to be dispositive for them in um, in a place like Georgia, whether they would, you know, they said basically they said they're not sure people people said they're not sure they would vote for um, uh, a candidate if they had Trump's endorsement, but not not great. They're just not great. So what Biden is doing is he's pounding the message. Things are OK. Things are better. Economic plans working. Um, Democrats undoubtedly will um, basically say the same up and down the ticket uh, that you know, they're working together, they're working hard, things are getting better. And, and, you know, we'll have to see where that lands in, you know, in at the end of the year. All right, let's move on to the number two story of the morning. We've got our hands on a new fundraiser, uh, Democratic Governors Association. They all the demo, all the Democrats and the Republican governors. A lot of them are in Washington uh, this weekend for the National Governors Association uh, meeting. But Democrats tonight are hosting a pretty star star studded when it comes to governors anyway fundraiser at the home of john jameson uh yeah you've got everybody from roy cooper and phil murphy to kate brown and tony evers yeah uh most notably the the um uh governor of the great state of connecticut ned lamont um most notably of, huh for for, yeah, for you or for for everyone else connecticut leads the way emotionally for me so um i'm surprised that actually ned lamont's not at the top as the um as like the main attraction given he's from connecticut saying nothing about his politics um nga national governors governors association is in town this weekend uh big big conference um and if you want to be a host, ten thousand bucks, co-host five thousand dollars. You can get in for five hundred bucks. Um, you know these NGA conferences are basically they're basically an opportunity for people to get together and raise money. Uh, DGA is taking advantage of that, uh, and I'm sure there's a lot more fundraisers. If you have them, send them our way. All right, and with that, let's move on to the number three story of the morning. We have some big news at Punchbowl Huge News. Huge news for our readers, for ourselves. We are. Very excited, drum roll, please, that Heather Cagle, Politico's Capital Bureau Chief and one of the best reporters in Washington, is joining us as our first managing editor. Yeah, this is super exciting. Um, exciting actually doesn't begin to describe it. We are, um, Heather, let's start with this. Heather's going to be the managing editor. This year, she's going to be covering Speaker Nancy Pelosi, House Democrats in the Capitol. Um, and we're, we're extremely, let's start with just Pelosi and Democrats. Pel Heather is one of the best, if not the best, I would argue the best, but Brez might, you know, Brez might, <laughs> let's, let's he know. might jump through the screen, even though he doesn't hear this and say that he's the best. She is the, the best Pelosi reporter bar none. Um, her scoops are, are, are plentiful. Everyone who reads Punchbowl News probably knows that because she's just she's dominant on that beat. So she's going to spend the rest of the year doing that. And Anna, she's going to spend the future uh, as managing editor kind of leading help lead our editorial innovation as we continue to expand in a very targeted and um, 
uh, smart way, which you and I talk about. We're not going to talk about here, but what will you say about that? <laughs> I'll say Heather's a good friend, so we are super excited. You're going to hear us talk about her a lot uh, when she is officially on board, but really helping us and some of the special projects that we talk about a lot on this podcast and where we see a lot of uh, our growth and focus, whether it's the Canvas, which is our anonymous survey of senior staffers, or the Tally, how we approach you know, politics and the midterm and the 2024 election, Heather's really a, a player coach. And so we wanted to make sure to let everybody know how just enthusiastic we are about her joining us and what it means to us. And maybe we'll have to see. I don't want to make any promises, but maybe we'll have her join us one morning on this podcast so everybody can get to know her a little better. Yeah. And I think as we continue to take a look at new areas of coverage, um, she will be key in helping us figure those out, figure out who's best as we kind of look to um, grow and uh, uh, expand. So I-, I couldn't be more excited. She's an Alabama fan. Um, she's from Alabama. Uh, so roll tide, even though Alabama lost this year, uh, she will she will be our resident Alabama fan, as I am our resident fish fan. So um, uh, very excited. All right. With that, thanks so much for listening. Happy Friday. Leave us a rating and review. You can also subscribe to Punchbowl News at punchbowl.news. Have a great day and stay safe.